0: Hey there, boys and girls, welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly, with well, this week's episode. We've been gone for a while. <laughs> well, well, welcome to back. this year's episode. Yeah, of welcome, to the, welcome to our bi-yearly <laughs> Hollow <laughs> Weekly podcast <laughs> episode. Uh, this week we're going to talk about what I've been calling it, Shudder's show Problem.
1: Yeah, I like that you call it the creep show Problem. It reminds me of like those 70s disaster movies like the Poseidon Adventure or the China Syndrome. Uh, the, like uh, the, oh, the Creepshow the show Problem. or whatever it is. Yeah, the, tower right? the Towering yeah. Inferno, yeah. 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 Oh.
0: Took a break and we've kind of just reformatted the show so we can just talk and have a lot more fucking fun. Dude. Like honestly, like true. That's you true. know what I mean? not that we weren't having fun before. It's just you kind of well. Like, I mean, the
1: world got grim.
0: Yeah, it got right. heavy. It got, <laughs> the it world got, got heavy, heavy before, as everyone man. knows,
1: and 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 that was you know it was it felt like heavy on top of heavy. So, but the, the one of the actually interesting things is that it was. It was the first time that we had you and I had sat down and watched, like a horror thing in a little bit, right? Like yeah. Together, and
0: so, so like you know, at first we were like watching, it and then everything got heavy, and it was kind of like, well, maybe if we you just like didn't do that for a while and just mm-hmm. took, took a break. But then, like I, I, I actually say like maybe it was like a month ago I started to. I was like, man, we haven't watched anything on like Criterion in a while because we would watch some really fucking awesome movies that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I kinda I kinda miss like seeing some of the, some of these films. And then eventually we were like, what well, if we just reformatted it and mm-hmm. took another stab at it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pun intended. Pun for intended. sure. And glad that you're along for the ride. Um wh- so the recent developments were you got vaccinated once, I got vaccinated yeah, we, once. We
0: didn't go together though. No. Because we were we actually so it's weird and because uh, i know a lot of our listeners are in la and i think today mm-hmm. t- i think today's the day anyone 16 and up can get it so yep that's mm-hmm. like the majority of people who've listened and like follow us on like social media and stuff like that so everyone's yep. <laughs> everyone's in the clear to get their <laughs> foushy that's
1: and we were like we're, so we're in the one-shot pfizer club at the moment right? yeah we're and, pfizer gang right, right now and then it'll and yeah then it'll
0: we drove out. but we drove two hours north to go get it before it was available to everyone because there was a super vaccination site mm-hmm. that I think it held like sixty five hundred people. That's great. And on a, their best day, they did like two thousand. Yeah. And the day before we went, they did like fifteen hundred. So we're like, well, fuck it, we'll drive. And <laughs> then we drove two hours to the ocean and had like a. And the company got got us a really expensive steak dinner. So <laughs> that's, it was very worth. That's it. a that's a good that's a good vaccination
1: yeah. arc. It, it made me wonder like. How what what the shelf life of this is gonna be? I mean, clear, I'm not for our show. That's not that I'm talking about. Like for Oprah or Joe Rogan or like whatever. Because they, they're gonna archive like podcast episodes like circa around now. Like Barack Obama's got a podcast, right? So like yeah. they're gonna talk about like I just got my first vaccine shot or whatever. And then you know historians are listening to this like 50 years from now. Are they gonna, or not historians? What people if, if they go back and they're like doing like people who like watch the Johnny Carson show now. For like you know shit, right? Right, like, right? They're gonna be like vaccinated for
0: what? <laughs> right? Like, dude, I, yeah. or
1: or is it gonna be like super obvious because it like came back like six waves and it was, like you know? Well, I
0: think I think I, I mean I think that's inevitable because like I, there was this horror documentary that I watched and it was it was the one where they they talked about like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What was that film? where they were like basically spreading sexually transmitted diseases, but they were like through worms. I think it was- Oh, a, like
1: Rabbit or Shivers? Is that what you were talking about? Shivers? The, was it yeah, done by- it uh, The Cronenberg one. Yeah, yeah, it was Cronenberg.
0: Yep. Uh, they, they showed footage of the 70s energy crisis. And I, oh, uh, yeah. And I remember yeah, there was it like, be, Yeah, it would be- Yeah, it's, but I remember looking at it going like, what was that even like? That seems like that would never happen. I remember they had like a gas station with a sign that said Bone Dry, and I've never forgot that. In fact, we were driving. They're redoing a 7-Eleven gas station like down the road in Burbank. Sure. And uh, on the – because you can't get gas now because everything's torn up. Right. But on the sign for the oil prices, it just said out. And I remember telling Alex, I like, it's weird that they have out programs. Right. Just out. <laughs> Like <laughs> in the case of like they are out of fuel. Right.
1: It's like the film they they show in Gremlins 2 when the world ends. The fact that the network has like an end of the world. Like, it's very weird.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think people will look back and be like, it's really – weird i did see some of the people who like listen to the show from the from the beginning got mm-hmm. their are uh, got their shot yeah and if you do get it well if you're listening to it while you get your shot in california this weekend Move your arm. Like, they're not joking, dude. Like, Oh, that's right. Did you, wait, did you move your arm? I did.
1: You told me to, and it was nothing. I felt nothing. I moved my arm, and it hurt for two days. <laughs> like, I did exactly what you said. but if, if, I
0: could, like, lift my elbow up, like, maybe, like, head level, and then anything above that, like, it would hurt. That was weird. I was, like, mildly sore the night after, and then it was getting
1: worse, so I thought, oh, here it comes, and then nothing happened. Yeah. It's because you gave me that tip. I'm still stuck on your previous, like, the dystopian look of, like, Cronenberg like that old because there's a whole like New York from that era that you see in like Wolfen and Escape from New York and, right. Like, right where it's just hard to imagine the, the, well you know it's weird so but like, I guess Don't Breathe was doing that as of as of like what three years ago is it?
0: yeah but like you see like like footage of like people get like their polio vaccinations mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. And like when you watch it you're always like, eh, but that was weird. And then like you could lift her <laughs> and you go.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird. <laughs> it's super weird. And you know how they feel because they must have felt this weird Yeah, like right?
0: they're in line, getting ready to get their shot. Though, are at the place we went to there was like no fucking line. Like it was great. No. Was, we they stood outside and they were like, have, do you feel sick? Have you had COVID? And everyone's like, No. Like it was it was the questions you have to answer like all no to and everyone's like No, nah, we're gonna lie. We're no 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 no. <laughs>
1: no i i did not have the same experience as you but then oh, I yeah, did, you went
0: to some scary fucking place. I, was, you went to the place where uh, they keep the crypt keeper. it was it, Burbank.
1: it was it was intermittently weird and just like kind of um small and maybe a little disorganized it was just a strange vibe but maybe i caught him on a bad day it's it's totally fine because uh, here's the thing this this shit i know this is not like whatever but like <laughs> It's like an absolute goddamn miracle of science, like on a Mary Shelley Frankenstein level, right? Right. So like, I don't care if they're just given. I heard this story that it is real, like because they're 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 in a hurry to get totally vaccinated, so they're just completely back to normal. They can right. just do all the normal things, right? So like. <laughs> they had doctors and nurses going out onto the street, like hailing people in like street vendors. Like we got a hundred doses left. They're going to go bad by tonight. Just come out in here. And like, what? were was like flagging people in off the street to just get to that high number. Right. So like,
0: it's, it's kind of nuts that this is how it's gone. I'm so glad I got it though. I know. Like, <laughs> like I, I used That's to go to like Ralph's, and people would be like, Ugh. and I'm like, get away.
1: Well, here's the thing I'll say for you. I have not had a cold in like a year. That's been wonderful and, and you you are one of the very few people I've seen so I congratulations you've never given me a cold I can tell statistically yeah yeah yeah. you know it's you, not my ass. you've never gotten me it's sick all those grody. because I used to get like seven colds a year and I was like who loves giving me these but it's not you because I haven't had it since I uh, since I got down to just a few people
0: I've like I like not having a cold
1: yeah is it the same you yeah no i i, I haven't had, been sick i haven't but... like gotten out the day quill was expired last year like i haven't... yeah
0: no because like i wear a mask because i'm not like a fucking moron <laughs> and i take vitamin d so like it's pretty 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 easy i, I haven't had a cold and i didn't get the rona so like <laughs> fucking come at me dude well, yeah that's pretty good actually. i because you know if i i feel like if i had gotten the rona i'd be like people were like they like I can't even walk like three feet without getting winded, and it's like you know it's not everyone obviously, but like right, no, I know, still fucking. Well,
1: weird. you're you're definitely on the hypochondriac side, so it would be torture for you to get it because you'd be examining every symptom afterwards if it went fine, like right, like you'd you'd think you had like a whole bunch of
0: I I would be pretty pissed, <laughs> honestly. You, would, yeah. you like, would not take it well, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I
1: saw like, this interesting thing. I didn't realize this. That absolutely forgotten, uh, e- e- Eon Flux movie, the Charlie's Oh Light, yeah, yeah.
0: One. that one they had on um, ult- Ultraviolet Ray. Wait, what was that called? Light Flight? No, 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 no. They had so they had Blu-ray, HD. Oh. HD DVD, Laserdisc, and no, I think it was like one of the movies where you could like download it digitally. Oh, okay, something like that. I don't I remember it being like one of the first ones where like it came with like a free download for the movie it like,
1: was it was exciting that this cutting edge act- technology that I can't even think of. But but <laughs> but it, but I knew it was attached to the on <laughs> that's true that's very true. Kind of weird. Well it's a fitting movie to do it to like technologically. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I thought of it made sense. But um the the opening card is like a really grim kind of hard to take like call out to the plot which is say? like a, a world being decimated by a plague or whatever. I saw the, the screen cap of the opening card, and I'm like, oh, man. This is like the Eon Flux starts. What do they say? Like you'll have to look, Google it because it's, I don't know. But it, it was just, it was like, whoa, you forget that there was ever, even a plot to Eon Flux. Like, who cared about the plot of Eon Flux? Like, I never, it was never, that I was never not the it. most important thing about that whole phenomenon. It's like, what, it's like I think the storylines to Beavis a Butthead were poor. <laughs> That's how that sounds to me. It's right, just a lie. Right, right, right. <laughs> Beavis do That's America. Great. <laughs> That's
0: the first movie I dvr would We got we got a cable box, and like I went to Comedy Central. And it was like Beavis about to do America. I was like, record. <laughs> I'll watch that later.
1: I saw a thing of uh, like Tarantino's favorite movies, but it was one of those weird, dated YouTube videos. Like at an odd moment of time, where it was like they were interviewing him you know like two years before hateful Eight or something and and they was like what were your last your favorite movies for the last 20 years so it was like 83 to 94 <laughs> like it was just this weird time right like this random selection of time and he had to pick like his 20 favorite and he's naming all the ones you would think of like all the like good fellas and anything right. you know like really amazing that came out and then he goes and lays out team america no <laughs> That's, fucking cool. that's one of his twenty favorite movies of the entire decade. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen that in a really, really long. There was another comedy movie that
0: I haven't seen in forever that I was like, we should, we should watch it, but I don't remember which one it is. And it's kill me right now. Mm. It'll come to you. I'll think of it. Yeah, you'll, you'll blurt it out in the middle of yeah, in the middle while of while we're us.
1: talking about creep shows. Speaking of, do we want to? Let's dive.
0: Let's dive in. So that's kind of what we've been up to getting, getting. What uh, was that tweet? Uh, Vax some guy was sitting next to a lady on a plane. She was like, I'm waxed and waxed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a, it's actually, that's, it's amazing how much slang has developed around this event. And yeah. then it makes you wonder how much of that slang is going to persist through like whatever. It's like when you find out why certain things are named the things they are. And it's always like some kind of weirdo callback to something like in a fucking Washington Irving thing from, New York, circa you know 1860, and then we still call them Knickerbockers, and it's the New York Knicks, and like, <laughs> like it makes you wonder, like, what is getting embedded now in culture? That's just gonna be this weird terminology
0: that that no one even remembers where it came from. I wonder. Well, the only thing I really care about is people stay working from home. There's no reason why you can't be working from home now. <laughs> the internet.
1: They should move a lot of activities to safer ground, probably. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but but here's the thing. The, this, we saw a creep show at home, and I'm telling you, I, does, this episode is not going to get more positive right now, unfortunately.
0: No, and here's like... But, and which is
1: not our usual vibe. I know. If you like, listen to the show or right.
0: if you're <laughs> discovering it for the first time, we don't like this shit on things. And we're going like, to try
1: to to make the best case here. But creep show Shutter has a problem with creep show from our angle. Call me crazy. Yes. Like, I, can I? Can I? I, I just want to try something before you. Okay. I, hold that thought, because I want to try something. And if we talk about this at all, I won't be able to do it. Right. So I want to. I want. I want to tr- see if you can review something without seeing it. So I'm going to do this with whoever is listening to this that hasn't seen this script show episode. Okay. okay. So let, we're going to talk about the this the the Dead and Breakfast first, okay? So if you haven't seen Dead and Breakfast, don't worry about it cuz that's not what we're reviewing here. Let me just do let me just do Project A. Let's call it Project A, okay? In Project A, there's possibilities if you have a serial killer that you've invented that could be like on the level of like an H H Holmes Jack the Ripper that no one in America has ever heard of, but is cutting edge and maybe America's first female serial killer. What story choice would you make with that serial killer? Would you, a, would you have the serial killer be a real serial killer? Give us a bunch of inf- intriguing information about it and then pay it off at the end as the, they're a serial killer. Or would you b. have them not be a serial killer at all and have it all be a hoax? Or would you see, have them be a serial killer, give you no more interesting information, and only tell you they're a serial killer when the episode ends with no more information. What's the worst choice you could make there? Right. So just think about that, <laughs> because when we're reviewing this episode, I'm not sure you even need to know that it's creep show or that it's anything except for uh-huh. here's the choices they're making in this thing.
0: The fact that you tell them it's creep show thing makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's creep right. Show. like it should right. be. Or like
1: here I'll give you another example, karma payoff, right? If you're going to pick a character to give a karma payoff to, a creep show style, right? right? Do you pick someone who's trying to get rich and 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 stepping over everyone in their path or do you give it to someone who's cheating on their spouse or do you give it to someone who's just doing their job? Like, what's the worst possible choice out of that? Right. Because if you think C is the worst choice, then you're reviewing the Creepshow episode we're talking <laughs> about right now before you've even seen it. Because they're making all of the letter C choices.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs>
1: right? But go ahead. I mean, you're the biggest Creepshow fan. Tell, tell me what the Creepshow problem is.
0: So here's the thing. Is, is like identifying the Creepshow problem mm-hmm. is, is, is hard to describe. Okay. And... The only way I can describe it is like you and I we live in Southern California. We have In-N-Out. I love In-N-Out. But it would be like going to In-N-Out, taking a big bite of a double double and then getting just a bunch of fish flavors in your mouth. You're like, "Why <laughs> is this happening? I like this. I love this place. But why does it not taste good to me anymore?" That is Interesting. The, that is how I can describe what creep show is. I want to love creep show. I want to love the show.
1: Because you, you're so anyone who hasn't listened, or because we haven't done an episode in a while, to be fair, you're what literally Creep Show's is one of your formative horror movies, yeah. One of your top 10. Love it. Well, one of the very first movies I ever found out when I met you that you loved, right? So, this is one of those core movies.
0: Here's the thing Creep Show, and the, here's the other thing that sort of baffles me the people who are working on Creep Show mm-hmm. the, for the, the shutters. Creeps or like out. you. They love it. Well, and they are talented fucking people. Sure. Like, the reason I, I wanted to get back into it is because, um, and I hope I'm saying it, it's Axel Caroline. Is oh, that... Axel Caroline. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we follow her on, 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 she's uh, on Instagram. She's amazing. She had a badass Sleepy Hollow cake. hmm So, I need to know where that, Indeed. That she's episode. great on social media. And Definitely should so follow her. I, so, she's done episodes of The Chilling of It with Sabrina I Love. And the one thing that I thought oh, was yeah. a real standout for, for me and Alex, um, she did our favorite episode of Blind Manor. It was the one towards the end where the, the time lady jump episode, yeah, yeah, where the lady who drowned that keeps showing her like, repeating repeating, and it yeah. actually we actually i think we talked about that, it kind of had that uh rhyme of the ancient mariner yeah. kind of like like rhythm to it great episode, and cannot be easy to direct something that's that complex it it was and it was a naga in fact even when we first started the episode alex and i were like oh it's the episode where they go back in time and they explain the old stuff every series like that has it they go back in time for one episode and it's usually kind of boring and it doesn't fill in a whole lot of information but they gotta have it. can
1: i tell you you don't remember this But you told me that, and I told Jenny that in real time before we ever watched it. Right. We looked at the plot, like the teaser for the next week, or we were watching it after some of them had aired. I can't remember how it went, and we were like – Let's read the plot synopsis, and you were like, "You told me you're like, oh, that one's gonna suck. It's that the one that all the series do where they yeah. do the thing." And I told Jenny like, "Maybe we should skip this one because it's the one that sucks." Goes like, back in time, like, like <laughs> we already know, you know. Like I expected it to be the worst episode of the season, and it was probably the best. It
0: even. was it. It was Alex and I's favorite episode of *Blind Manor. I don't remember what our favorite of *Hill House* was, right. but. Um, but it was definitely our favorite episode of of Blind Man. So it's thing. not
1: lack of directing chops or anything like no,
0: that. No, like they, like she, like she's a badass. But, director. but the
1: the Creep Kri- Show problem is all it's all of it. So yeah, but th- so that's what I'm trying to figure out because <laughs> right.
0: like and, and like you have people like Greg Nicotero who's, who's like the big name behind it who like was like studied under Tom Savini who worked on creep Show. G- right. So there's like all I mean, these. Everyone is right. eminently qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I'm just trying to like figure out like is it it feels so like to let me just describe i'm just gonna say how i feel about and like hopefully we can decipher what this means it feels very 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 light Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel very very light and it feels um noisy Mm i feel like i feel like there's a lot of moments in creepsure that like to my memory seem silent Uh, but maybe there's music in there that i don't remember but but this one just feels light it feels noisy and We actually talked about when we were watching the Dead and Breakfast uh, Mm -hmm. one is, like, uh, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Pulp Store, like, Pulp, where did that come from? Do you know where that originated from? Why they called it Pulp whatever?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was printed on really cheap pulp-type paper. So they were, like, dime store or one-cent novels. And then when you get what you pay for. Like, those are bad writers who are telling really easy-to-tell stories, like, or really easy plot westerns or mysteries so, or you know
0: the thing that we were talking about yesterday was like che- creep show like we'll we'll just go with the first creep show we mm-hmm. won't we'll have to look at creep show too mm-hmm. but like even even if you look at this first one like it had some cheesy moments mainly ed harris dancing mm-hmm. uh, i mean that's pretty fucking that's yeah, pretty, terrible. That pretty terrible um but it also had like this grit and this bite to it <laughs> like the where's my cake when when the when the guy <laughs> father comes back in like like it has these these moments but it, this one you can see the marks of where they're going for those gritty moments, but they're not executing them very well. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know what they I don't know if there is a a term for this, but I call it the creep show shot and it's usually where they have like a gobo in the background creating some pattern and crazy colors, yep. like the comic panel. Yeah. Sort of they, like Sin City esque, but they did it first. But but in like in like Creep Show they did they 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 were um they were like who who's a great striker in boxing? Like what do you mean, like quick punch? Who had like the best, like George Foreman was the heaviest. So main George fan. Foreman, like it, he, those heavy hits. Yes, Creepshow would do it similar to that. Like okay. someone who knew when to punch, like an Anderson Silva for like MMA for sure, like the UFC. Sure. Like he knew when to throw, he knew when to counter, and he would when it, when he threw the punch, it was going to land. Let me
1: try another analogy for you, like because I have actually had this experience. Unfortunately, I got sent to camp. For some summers, right? Was it a Jesus command? And it was no, 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 <laughs> thank God. Uh but it was um that is what we watched over quarantine. That's right. That, that's right. Oh my god. Another like, this is a horror podcast. So all right, so the the thing is that it was um I've had this experience where they in, they would invite everybody over for multiple years. So I went like three years. So like right the personnel changed, but it was always the same format, blah, 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 right? So, like, year one, they had someone tell a spooky story by the fire. and They were awesome. Like, I was up all night. I mean, I was like, wait, eight, 10, whatever. Right. But, like, I was terrified, you know, by the story. The next year, they had someone do this guy's same thing. They're like, I'm going to tell you a scary, scary story. And seven seconds in, I was like, this person doesn't know how to tell a story. Right. <laughs> like, I was like nine, but, like, I knew that they weren't going to pull it off. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and you can tell with this creep show that that's there. But it's so hard to put your finger on. Yeah. Right?
0: Like, and, and just so I don't lose that. Yeah. I thought the, those those creepshow moments where like, where's my cake and like the crazy yeah. colors in the background. I just feel like there there there's moments where they do it in the creepshow TV series that it doesn't it doesn't have that weight. Like it doesn't feel warranted. Or right. And the execution just it feels it feels like you're doing the right dance moves on the wrong beat. Uh, okay. Well, but it's not. The, it's not exactly the
1: look of it, because you like the look of it. Mo- some of them, mostly. No. Some, some of them. Some, okay.
0: some of them look good, and then some of them come off like way, like way too cheesy. Like, even for Creepshow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair enough.
1: Because, yeah, I don't know, because I don't, I don't, I can't visualize it as well as you do. But like, it looks similar to me when they do the colored pattern shots or whatever, but I just don't feel like they land, they don't, they're not paced right. So they're they're not, and if they're, and if they're not paying off, well, you need the writing to pay that off, right? Like, like when you do the moment uh, in, in the original creep show, I mean, it's not even fair because the original creep show is so good, right? Like, but when you do those moments with the tide coming in or the bugs, when they go to that color moment, like you're 100% bought in on those characters. Yeah. Like you're invested. That's part of why it hits. Like maybe it looks the same, they just haven't written it well. Yeah,
0: I, I mean it's just got to be a writing thing. It's got to be a, right. Like it's got to be a writing but we so
1: but let's talk about Dead and Breakfast real quick. Okay. So this is a specific episode, right? Do you want to do this or do you want to do we have more general
0: uh, yeah, let's just jump into the
1: because the, then because w- if we can figure out what's wrong with Dead and Breakfast, we can figure out part of what's wrong. So, with Preachot, So, so right? just so everyone's we,
0: yeah. we we rewatched that one yes. because I like the director. And then we rewatch, and then we just watched before recording this. Um, Public television of the dead. Yeah, and mainly because we saw Ted Raimi's in it, and we're like, "Fuck yeah, Ted! Fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah, Ted Raimi! Dead Eye outs so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. How could you not? Oh yeah, all day. Check that one out, and right. and,
1: I, we, and we'll talk about that one in a minute. And that one is my favorite thing I've seen from Creepshow so far.
0: I go that one, and then is it House of the Head? Or? House of the Head with the doll in okay. the season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But this one. Was executed as well as that one, but more fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. But anyway, so, but what whatever's wrong with Dead and Breakfast is is massively also wrong with Creepshow. Right? Yeah. So I, I feel like, like, like we were talking about at the beginning, some of the story choices make very little sense, and I don't know how that would happen with a project with this many good people, right. like, kind of controlling it, right? So that feels weird to me, but... We talked about the possibility that maybe they think that's what the original Creepshow was doing,
0: right? Yeah. We, so last night we had a we were talking about like the pulp versus cheesy, yeah, moments and how we feel like Creepshow, the, the movie had a very good because it's a it's a pretty thin line to balance. Like if you go tip over one way, you're gonna fall over to Cheeseville, USA, population <laughs> yeah, them, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, it's it, it, it the show's not balancing it.
1: Right, but I so here's the thing. So this is the first thing I'm going to say in defense of Shutter's creep show, is I think one of the things we've discovered Ed, that this is really hard to do. Yeah, like what they're trying to do is hard to do. This isn't mowing the lawn. This is Cirque du Soleil, mm-hmm. right? So like in their defense, this this is a pretty hard thing to pull off, right? I, I think sure. because if you're if you're just off by like a hair, what what was corny. Like, okay, so, like, the guy's afraid of cockroaches, and he gets swarmed with cockroaches. I mean, that's really on the nose. But how they executed it didn't feel on the nose. No. Right? Everything this creep show is doing feels on
0: the nose. Well, I could say, like, with the with the Dan Breakfast one, like, yes. there was, like, some, like, pretty cheesy lines in there. That, like... Right. Like, there was a part where... The uh, influencer is talking to the lady, and she says, "Oh no, dear." Like she responds to her and calls her dear, and yep. like when you hear that, you're like, "Oh man, it's like reading someone's first draft of a script." You know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> which is what right. sucks because then like you think about like that blind Manor episode. You're like, right? What fucking, the hell? You're like, it's what's a happening? complete knockout. Like that's hundred percent like episode.
1: Right, but here's the thing. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. So the the second thing I'll say in defense is I think they think that creep show. That I don't think that they're. They're missing the putt. I think they think they need to aim three feet left, and then they're, they're missing the putt. They 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 right. think Creepshow is supposed to be written this way. They're doing it on purpose. I think. Yeah, is the problem. That's I don't think they're. Like. I don't think they're fucking up. I think they're purposely making a choice that the lines are going to land corny and the delivery is going to be corny. So here I'll give you an example. Ollie Larder is amazing. Like I don't know if I'm saying her right, but the one the the actress that we know from Resident Evil and Final Destination and all the other like she was awesome in this episode. She's really good. But 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 her character was like nothing. Like you said like weightless. Like there was no meaning to it. There was no payoff. Nobody cared. Yeah. And I'm like why is this actress so good? And why do I give zero fucks about what the happens guy. to the character? And then I realized it was because she acted it too good. Like they were like, we want you to be a crazy undercover Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the, their acting thing to her was that. And anytime she was like trying to do something subtle, or whatever they're like, no, no, we don't do subtle here. It's a creep show. Right. They're like do it big. Right. And they kept like whatever. And whatever happened in that chemistry, there forced her to play it. Like, like the most generic, like almost like you're working in a
0: haunt. You know what I think also contributes to that. What's that? And I think this is another big thing that we were even talking to Alex about last night. She was in, in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she heard us like mm-hmm. the episode. And you know, she's a she's a pretty good writer. She's totally. the second Absolutely. second book deal happened Absolutely. this year. Indeed. They have a project like
1: like we said before, eminently qualified. Yeah, eminently qualified, <laughs> right. more
0: qualified than us. Yes, and um, creep show. Does a lot? They do this thing where, like, they tell you what's happening on screen while it's happening. Yeah. So the door won't lock. They show you the door, and the character says, "Oh, this door won't unlock." (laughs) We fucking know. We we see that you can't get the door. (laughs) So shut the fuck up.
1: They do that. (laughs) Just just they do that so often. They do it so often. But see, that's the thing: is there's this repetitive shit that goes on. Like the famous Royale with Cheese moment in Pulp Fiction. There's a lot of repetition in that dialogue. If you go back and you look, I mean... We all have fond memories of that dialogue, but that dialogue is not profound. That's the point. Right. right? It's just cool, but it's mm-hmm. not like deep. Well, I mean it is, but like in a weird way. But they're repeating like themselves. They say the word fucking cheese like 80 times. <laughs> <laughs> like like you can do that if you're doing like whatever. The problem with this creep show is they're doing that. I think they think they want they need to do that. Yeah. And, but it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And like so. Because don't because you're just showing us the boring parts. Like, the interesting thing, it was hilarious to see these two ruthless killers arguing over slices of cheese. It wasn't about the fucking cheese. Mm-hmm. It was about the context of the dialogue. In this one, they, if there was cheese in a creep show episode, we'd hear the word cheese 80 times. They'd be like, Grandma but all used they, to they, they eat would...
0: cheese before she killed people. <laughs> and then they
1: would flash to her killing people with cheese. And then they would see cheese on the counter 85 more times. And then if the camera would zoom on it. And then we'd get a color illustration of it. But no, that's not how you do that. That's the problem
0: no there is even a line in the dead the the dead and breakfast one where the influencer sees the mom she goes mm-hmm. oh no she's just like here's the router <laughs> We're like again right. <laughs> again <laughs> it's 2021 we get it right. right please so it it, it, <laughs> it, it, it creep showed just they gotta stop doing that like the tagline for the original show mm-hmm. was the most fun you'll have being scared right i've not had fun nor have i been scared <laughs>
1: <laughs> and well no that's one. another problem is that it's not scary and then you and i talked also about like i just try i'm trying to imagine so let's uh, let's sorry let's shift gears real quick and just talk about the good episode because the good episode the de- the television for the dead that episode is actually good but not exciting good <laughs> just good just like it was just good. the best of what they what, what we've yeah. seen but right whatever it's not like we it's not like we have would be like okay well like the 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 Twilight Zone reboot that I, that I love that most people hate, like whatever from the eighties, they you know most of the episodes were not great. But like Nighthawks is a fucking masterpiece, directed mm. by William Friedkin, right? right? Like that show had a high ceiling, right? If this is the ceiling of Creepshow, if Public Television of the Dead is the ceiling <laughs> of Creepshow, that's not good news for Creepshow. Yeah, is, is my is my point, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I but anyway, so th- this episode um you know it it was really entertaining it had a lot of horror callbacks it had ted Raimi doing ted Raimi stuff which he's amazing at mm-hmm. which is really cool um but the thing about the evil dead universe is even at its corniest even in army of darkness there's authentically scary moments mm-hmm. this is the first deadite mythology thing with no scare in it at all there's nothing scary the scariest thing in this episode is bob ross he was great. Their their he was amazing. Of, their version
0: of Bob Ross, yeah, yeah. He Him him talking softly. Okay, we're just gonna put some of this.
1: He was fantastic.
0: I will say so. When it comes to that episode, like the things right off the top of my head was like, it had the most interesting characters. Like, and I thought best acted like ted Raimi was really great the yep. bob ross was great yeah the lady who ran the station was great and then um george <laughs> ass sliding into the one table
1: well they formed up into into opposing teams which we slowly saw coming through the episode which was really good it was like a well crafted writing move so that's yeah you know definitely like props to them because you started to see that like the puppeteer was going to team up with ted ramey and then the station person in yeah. Georgia. so right f-
0: so for people listening to this episode basically te- there's a public access with three shows going on one's yeah. a puppet show one is a bob ross show and then one's like antique road show and ted ramey is there as ted ramey with the necronomicon and the person on air starts reading it and then dead wait are te- wait
1: don't pa- Ted Ramey's there trying to pawn the necronomicon for, so oh, yeah. for a Camaro or a hot tub, like <laughs> and proceed.
0: Now, uh, deadites are released throughout the station, and then yeah. you, then you have like your standard like kind of like action evil dead yeah. situation, but set in creep show, but with no nothing frightening. No, the the so the, the monsters looked cool, like the deadites yeah, looked cool. totally um the callbacks were awesome they they were halloween
1: three silver shamrocking it which was great yeah great.
0: they do a they do a, a call out to the the sam raimi uh like glide cam whatever you call it which ended terribly but looked cool until the end yeah and then the the, the the jump scare of her like screaming as in, she's a deadite now like it looked although they did redeem that character i, I had given up on her after
1: that cre- that absolutely terrible reveal but then when they came back and she was trying to convert the get the world to pledge to the book from her show yeah. that looked really cool yeah no they she was pretty convincing they right?
0: did this thing uh, a few times uh, where when you open up the necronomicon like your face, like the light shoots out from the book as you mm-hmm. read it and that looked cool it looked cool when the anti groshur guy did it and it looked even cooler when the the storybook lady <laughs> started reading because everything around her got dark and it was just her face. Mm-hmm. I gotta up. say, actually, it now occurs to me
1: the Necronomicon looked cool, which is hard to do because the Necronomicon usually looks like like it's supposed to be like this glorious object, but when you get look at it a little too clearly, it just looks like something at a flea market. Yeah. Right? like but it looked
0: intimidating. It and, looked right? it it looked it looked cool. There was parts of it that so we like. We enjoyed this episode the most. Yeah, for sure. But like, what fell flat? Because we watched it and we were like, "So, okay, this is like the highest benchmark." or Do you mm-hmm. like the way? Actually, do you like this more or less than the season one? I like this more than the. Like
1: I said, I think they're equally well executed. I think they're both like B minus efforts. Yeah. Like if letter grades exist anywhere, I don't know. They're <laughs> they're both like that. Like they're both like seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and they and they um, but this one's more fun. Okay. So yeah. I would I mean i am definitely going to rewatch this more in my life if I ever rewatch a creep show so I'm more likely to rewatch this than the doll one. I might rewatch that one again for it had amazing visuals, like really really well done visuals. But I think that's like two times in my life would be the max on that one. This I could see 3 or 4.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with all that. The Bob Ross character, the Bob Ross uh, being for like, him, I feel like I would have was... to
1: rewatch it just for him.
0: He was <laughs> <laughs> when they start talking about like he served on the front lines of Nam, and it cuts <laughs> to him like staring off into the distance. You hear like helicopters and gunfire.
1: It was so good, and you know the, the the funny thing is that they made the puppeteer really cartoony. So she did a great job acting it, but like that character was wobbly. But like then they went to Bob Ross, and I was like, it was like I was back in the first campfire. I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna scare the shit out of yeah. me. He knows what he's doing. He acted it like so menacing underneath, but normal on top. He was, fucking. It's like amazing. the thing Kyle MacLachlan does with like uh, like in the Twin Peaks universe, where all of a sudden he's scary, but most of the time he's just like eating pie and having a coffee. Right.
0: This was the funniest episode yeah like this had the like the best comedic moments of like almost all of them
1: totally absolutely but again they had there was just like like some atrociously stupid shit where where the great stuff should be like the great stuff in the raft i know there's creep show too but like the great stuff in that story is the minimalism how little you need to scare someone Uh right like And that it gets into your bones like someone can scare me with like a shape or like just nothing. And then it just I can't even fight it because it's just impossible to grab or push off you or like whatever. It's like inevitable. It's terrifying. Right. That's what's in there. What's in here is ooh, we're going to leak out of the public access TV and convert the whole world to kids with white eyes. You see the difference? Because that's not the same thing as what's in the Raft story. Yeah. What's in here, the where the glue should be, so, is just dumb
0: shit. That kind of reminds me of the, the latest Rings film, where, like, They start showing it on, like, all the TV. Yes. And it's kind of like, okay, once you get that big, you're like, well, then fuck everything.
1: (laughs) Well, that, that, but that was, see, Halloween 3 did that right. That was terrifying, but that's because it was one of the first of its time to hint at that that could happen.
0: they also spent a good amount of the fucking movie showing you what happens when people wear those masks (laughs) and showing worms crawling out of your mouth and, and like, how devastating it can be. So, like, they put way more effort into, like, how bad this can get Right. Whereas this one, like, it's just kind of like, here's like a Pittsburgh ending event, <laughs> <laughs> like a citywide, you know, kind of, kind of deal. The so the one thing yes. we talked about when we were watching it was, Creep Show, the series. It like it, it almost treats the audience like they're really stupid. Yeah, like they're like they're spoon feeding them. You know, they blended food. But like. a, again, it, because I don't
1: want to, I don't want to slander. Like I, I really feel like that they're doing it on purpose and because it, they think that's And what it's just show. a wrong choice. I think that they think. I don't think they think the original creep show thought that the audience was stupid, but I think they think part of the fun of creep show is how simple it is. All right. Right. So you can, you can do, like, caricature, and you can do, like, really broad. You can be really on the nose, right? I think they think that's what's happening.
0: You know what I think <laughs> is something like Creepshow, because t- I feel like Tales from the Crypt had, like, a way bigger budget. And, like, when they had big mm-hmm. names come in, they had big fucking names come right. in. Right. You know what I mean? And right. Creepshow is, I feel like, trying to do that on the down low a little bit by like having yeah. you know because like tom savini directed an episode greg nicotero did two of these you know axel caroline did and an you got to admire sort of the gorilla style nature of that yeah i like mean it's but but, but uh, damn it <laughs> i can admire the uh, the the <laughs> idea of how they think it would play out right but so far it hasn't landed but what i think Creepshow show needs mm-hmm. is i think it needs a singular voice They i think they need i think they need one writer to knock again a good writer yes yeah. to, to <laughs> knock out multiple short stories <laughs> or a really fun battle. someone <laughs> someone who could because that's the thing it's like not everyone is going to be able to blend that line of pulpy and cheesy scary and funny right i think if they can find one person who can just bust out and i think a season of creep should be six fucking episodes i don't know how i think there's like what 12 or something like that like give that budget, <laughs> to please give that budget. <laughs> Flesh it out. Yeah. To, Specialize it. And give that money to, to the other people. And I don't know if that, my guess, my hope would be is that that makes the material better. But I think if they just had a singular voice and then had, you know, big time directors come in now and, and do their things, it could sure. be a knockup because the writing is so inconsistent with Creepshow show. That it sucks,
1: right? And the thing is, the look is so when it's when it's good, it's good. You know, the, I mean, it's these these kind of things when you land them when you when you pull off something like anthology style, like a trick or treat, like it's just unforgettably good, right? Right? Like they they have it in them. Like this has that in it. They they right? have like, to like fuck that. People. That's kind of why we're rooting so hard for it. But like it's just so weird. If I
0: if I <laughs> If I could have, if Shudder said Nick, we're gonna give you a handful of money to do something with Creep Show. Say, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would be like, how much do you need to pay Stephen King? <laughs> I'm sitting. No, listen. I know this is an obvious choice, but I, I but it's fucking you think
1: he do episode one of season one?
0: I don't know. Or is it know. just based on a story? I, was, I can't remember. Have Stephen King come up, do do six episodes, and. Oh, so one voice. I got it. One like, voice. But that. if say say we were gonna do it the way like you know King and Romero did it, where Romero, right, did all like directed them, I would say have. Um, oh my god, I hate that I had his name in my head, <laughs> Mike Flanagan. Yes, because Mike Flanagan has proven to do King stuff pretty fucking well. That's yeah. That's interesting. He
1: he he never seems to miss miss. So, no, So you got that, you got that going for you a little bit. And, and, you know, part of it might also just be the expectation game. You know, I, I was wondering, cause I mean, you're a huge Creepshow fan and I really like Creepshow, but I, I, I but I really, it's, it's not that I'm the biggest Creepshow fan in the world. It's that I really got it. Once you get Creepshow, like, like, I was like, all right, so that's what that should be and how it should work and, right. you know, like, whatever. And it's because it has such a literary tradition behind it. I know that sounds, like, weird, but, like, there's a lot of paper in, that, in the DNA right. of, you know, Creepshow. And this, whatever they're doing now doesn't feel like it has any of that paper DNA. Like, it's just weird what's missing from there. I don't know. I don't know how to solve their problem, but... I'm rooting for him to solve it. Yeah, I hope they do, man. Because, <laughs>
0: like, I hate that I don't enjoy yeah. a creep show. Like, that's sure. probably the biggest buzzkill of the last couple of years. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I think expectation-wise, but that's what I mean by the expectation game. I think maybe, maybe more is, was at stake with this one, just expectation-wise. Like, it's not like... We, we also watched The Dark and the Wicked or whatever that was called, right? And that yeah. that was... You know, ultimately unimpressive. Although it had really creepy elements and like storyline stuff and visuals, it just was a jumble, right? So yeah. like whatever. But ultimately, its biggest crime was that it was boring, right? So like, when you're watching something boring. You're like, uh, you know, you were never gonna make it. This 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 right. was never gonna make it for me. I knew when I was watching it. I'm like, I'm gonna, I gotta, I already watched. So I gotta figure out what happens. But I know nothing. I could tune into a creepshow episode tomorrow, and it could be a masterpiece. Like this could make
0: it. <laughs> That's what I am saying. Like w- w- when we loaded up Shutter before we watched this, I saw they dropped another episode, mm-hmm. and I, part of me was like, I bet this is good. Like, like maybe, maybe this is the episode that like so, converts me. Like I'm super right. open to this like is where it happens. Like so for I. I unless I hear great things or like it comes to my, cause most of the stuff we watch, I watch now is based off just recommendations. Cause mm-hmm. like everyone's recommending shows now. And like, mm-hmm. I like, we just finished, we actually randomly watched like four seasons of American horror story. Oh, right. And I never liked American horror story, but right. like rewatching them again, like, and kind of like four seasons, like in a row. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mainly the, the, um, I wonder if the same thing will
1: happen with the creep show. That's what, yeah, maybe, maybe that will <laughs> yeah.
0: happen. But, uh, Fuck! I forgot where I was going with that. I well, I didn't like American Horror Story. Now I really liked the seasons that we saw. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Creep Show can have be on that same.
1: I don't think it's the same thing because I don't think you really watched American Horror Story before. I think this really is your first watch. I really watched the first season. I, for, yeah, but the first season not great. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> I mean, the first season can't be. That's got to be the worst in your ranking of the ones you watched, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then the cult one fell off really hard at the end and yeah. it, it was the scariest because they had those clowns in the home invading and murdering people stranger style mm-hmm. which is who the guy who did the strangers the guy who directed the dark and the wicked which didn't improve <laughs> us so i just couldn't <laughs> listen we could be gone for months but i can make shit go full circle i like yeah, that, that was, just, that was god damn that was what really mental gymnastics wow. that I just that's pretty just did there. but but
1: shout out to strangers Pray at night which i still fight for that's your
0: underrated as
1: I, I think that franchise is two for two. I think those movies are equally good. I think they I don't think one is better than the other. I think the second one is amazing, and and you know if that franchise continued, it would be one of those like sneaky answers to like what's the best quality horror franchise. If they could do like two more good ones in there, Rock and like, roll. but everyone thinks Prey and Night sucks for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Besides the dumb name, the name is dumb. Yeah, that name's, <laughs> like,
0: name's a little weird. Name's a little weird. What are you gonna do? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> You've been kicking ass, hardcore on the Facebook page. Oh yeah,
1: come follow us on Facebook. It's we cracked a hundred
0: thousand. yes. Followers. Thank
1: you. We really appreciate it. With that. Yeah. Now hey. we gotta. I gotta. It's go. an
0: incredible community and super interactive. How and, we get that blue? Super smart. I want that blue check. Facebook, are you listening? Yeah, first? come on, on, Facebook. What the Facebook. hell? <laughs> Who <We> got? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> which robots back? I got to scratch over there? <laughs> Facebook. What the heck?
1: <laughs> but it is fun, and we had a discussion. We put out a post saying. Um, uh, asking people what horror movie they would rate ten out of ten, and it kind of developed. I did post it on Instagram. Yes, and we got some, we got some cool answers. Let me go through some of the, some, some what you see. Uh, what I the pinned a few. Holding.
0: I pinned, I pinned a few on Instagram. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I'll follow us on Instagram too. Absolutely. At Halloweenly. Hallowickly or Halloweenly Pod. I don't oh, remember. It's Pod. Either way, you'll see the logo. You'll, you'll see an orange logo. You'll know who it. who it is. Um, okay, so some of the top ones. Usual suspects. It's not. These aren't going to be out of left field. There is one that I thought, I was thought so you were great. saying. Usual suspects. The usual. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the usual I was like There's suspects. no way Ta-da. anyone said that. They were like that. Questions. Kaiser Sose <laughs> shit really <laughs> spooked
1: was was me. Terrified by limping. Okay. Okay. So Michael
0: Jordan Maxwell said the thing. Yes. <laughs> he got ten likes on that one. Nice. So you know, <laughs> okay. you know people yeah. fucking mean it. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Halloween with uh, twelve likes. Yeah. Um. This one I thought was kind of interesting. Uh. High. Someone put high tension. Intra- oh
1: no shit would you have guessed no because that's a famously controversial ending yeah so like to call that 10 out of 10 means that you think that ending is a 10 out of 10 ending
0: yeah then we got things like uh argento suspiria more of the thing poltergeist uh cabin in the woods which i would i was kind of shocked to see but it makes sense yeah i um, saw that all over facebook too. can we back up a second poltergeist
1: I love that that was getting so many shout outs. I thought that was kind of a more quiet of the forgotten, you know, brand. I don't hear a lot about Poltergeist. No. You don't feel like when you're at horror conventions, you don't see a lot of people dressed up like Carol Ann or whatever. Like, no, but, but it, it shows up for these like high, when you, when you set a high threshold in your question, Poltergeist always shows up. I love that.
0: That's a good one. Surprising, some her- people were saying hereditary. Yep, uh, that seems I, to
1: be the most recent consensus. Yeah,
0: one. I, I like that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, and then the only person who put this, which I thought was kind of smart, was Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because Danny Boyle is pretty fr- freaking good. Yeah, we
1: got that on we got that on Facebook too. I, I the first thing, I mean, you know me, I overthink everything. So like, I was like, what is ten out of ten? And then. Like, what What would I pick that I could say that about 10 out of 10? And then I realized, that's not that hard. I mean, King
0: Kong, the original, is 10 out of 10. Capable yeah. is 10 Cinemasker out of 10. Cinemasker said a good thing about King Kong. without How that? a lot of film schools or film history people, like, not, mostly film schools, actually, they'll show, like, Casablanca or something like that, mm-hmm. and he goes... I think King Kong's a more important film to the kind of Yeah, and just as well done. Like, that's yeah. the
1: thing. There's, there's no flaw in King Kong. So I like, don't know if I agree with that statement, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's worth noting. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, but and then I was like, oh, there's there's a bunch of 10 out of 10 movies. The, 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 the thing. Actually, both the things might be 10 out of 10. That's how easy it is to do a 10 out of 10 movie, good. right? So so when I realized that there might be two 10 out of 10 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So when I when I when I started to realize so you're trying to go for okay. 20 out of 10. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, well, I'm like, this is easier than you thought. That's why I got so aggravated when people still fucked it up because it's kind of easy. So then I was seeing people like come in and do dumb shit where like this one person comes in and goes he didn't even give an answer. He was like, I just came here to see if some idiot would say Blair, Witch project. And they did. Ha ha. Blair, Witch is the most boring movie of all time, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I was, and then he then wouldn't give an answer of their own. Right. right. So I'm yeah. like, that kind of stuff is annoying when you see like whatever, but, but he ultimately was like, you know, got more on board with the discussion. But the cool thing that started to happen was people would give some really niche answers mm-hmm. that were really interesting. Like night of the hunter. Which you and I would both agree. Yeah, I'm ten out of ten. <laughs> right? Or the Changeling, the George C. Scott movie, or like um, there was there was an interesting like mummy side thread. So the, the, every the Brand, mum, Brandy yeah Brandy? every the mummy got, but that's the thing is every the mummy got it. So like the Karloff mummy that got it, you're the mummy that wow. got it. Then. Not the, sorry, not the Time Cruise mummy, but there were multiple the. Yeah. Chris, there was even a Christopher Lee the mummy, which is amazing because that's a great movie. But what was cool was no matter how like. How like like maybe obscure it was. If it was right. If I don't i I'm assuming that... I know what you mean by right. Right, but being right... There's there's answers that are wrong. Right, there's answers that are clearly wrong. If you come in and say The Happening, you're just wrong. Like, (laughs) you're clearly wrong. That's not a right answer, right? Right. Like, there's an objective right and wrong here. So if you said anything that was right, if you came in and you said "basket case, all of a sudden, in your thread, you had three people going, yeah, that's my perfect movie, too, Vastik case.
0: When you you (laughs) were telling me about the threads... Never happening. Mm-hmm. I immediately imagined like high school lunch in the pockets of people <laughs> yeah, sitting totally. together. Which is
1: so cool to see people connecting on this this very similar. And they are like, and it's because there's like, you know, the pockets of the ones that are, you could tell that are like, just dying to meet to know that there's someone else out there that knows how good this fucking movie is. Like, that's how I am with that Night of the Demon, right? Or, like, Possession, the 1981 movie, or, like, whatever. And you saw that starting to happen in there. And I just thought that was so cool to watch, that there was very little of the, like, Blair Witch sucks or the Babadook is annoying, you know, crap that always happens. And a lot more of the intelligent discussions about, like, why this might be 10 out of 10 and, and actually why some of the movies that you just assume you could just say like, and and be right, may not be right. Right. Like you, you, Mm -hmm. you would think that you could just like pick a classic and be like, you know, that's, it's a done deal. That's like whatever, like, like Elm Street three, I actually put in the picture for the pose. Yeah. Right. Because I think that's a pretty damn close to perfect movie, but I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. I think it's a nine out of 10. That's why I used it in the picture. Cause that's what makes it interesting to me is there are things in Elm Street. I w- three, I would change. Right. Right. I wouldn't keep that movie
0: exactly as is,
1: but I wouldn't change a fucking frame of Halloween 78. Right. That's 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, I threw in silence of the lamps.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fucking perfect. Like I
0: sat like I typed it and I was like, Do I believe that? And then I just kinda of sat there from it and I was like yeah, yeah, no. There's definitely, yeah. there's definitely no way that. But there's would a whole,
1: perfect. like, there's a whole string of like Jaws, Alien, like we, th- you know, you're right.
0: Alien would have probably. Been it's
1: like, it's the other tier second. where it gets interesting, where you're like Event Horizon. Well, no, that's not right, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but, but I don't know that it's obvious that's not right. Like,
0: I, out of all the pockets that we've mentioned, I think yeah. the table that I would skirt over to <laughs> is the Mummy table. Like, there's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Oh that yeah, you have not, over there. There's no way that table's not full of cool dudes, man. Cool dudes, man. I swear to God, that's totally right. My people. Uh, I'd
1: be all alone over a cat people 42 table. I'd have like it'd, a it'd, dusty it'd you and like Korean <laughs> war
0: veterans. Just, God, just, God damn it. Just, <laughs> just, just, just that's that's their POW hats. Just there go. So huh?
1: I'm just now. I'm just trying to think of. I'm trying to think of... We gotta do this. I'm trying to think of a table that's a movie that I agree is 10 out of 10, but I don't want to be at their table. Like, I don't want to be at the martyr's table.
2: No. (laughs) Like, I know
1: that movie's 10 out of 10, but I don't want to be at the martyr's table. You know... Right? Like, the craft table is gonna be... I...
0: Yes. I even though I love the movie, I wouldn't want to be at the Texas chainsaw table. <laughs> I just got a weird feeling, man. Right. You well,
1: know, I mean there might be some barbecue that's over there. That's what I'm saying. Like if
0: I smell barbecue over there, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm like, that's somebody's ribs. That's a human being's ribs getting barbecued.
1: Right, and there's gonna be like the trick or treat table is gonna feel like everyone's gonna be wondering who the other person is in the in the story that relates to. It's like it's like being on Joker's team in the beginning of Dark Knight. <laughs> like you trust yeah, no, no. the the nice neighbor is clearly not the nice neighbor any. It is like an eight year old. I bet, look, I bet the hereditary
0: not. table is like that dinner scene. <laughs> and you sit at the table, Tony Collette just comes and screams at you the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of well sp-
1: i can spot the hereditary table from fi- from far away if i look at a table and there's 10 people and 20 feet nine heads you're like i'm not sitting, <laughs> like, uh, I'm not sitting uh, at that <laughs> <I'm screwed laughs> that math doesn't work for me <laughs> no, be awful. the saw table is clearly the saw table's a <laughs> nightmare <laughs> it's clearly not where you want to want to go right like
0: oh the 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 table no the table i wouldn't want to sit next is the hellraiser table Oh, a bunch of... I, a bunch
1: the Hell Table would be a poor choice. Because
0: that, I mean, that just... It crazy. would either, depending on who you are, be awful or fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> it <just> depends <laughs> on where you're at in your life. You got to win the hellish lottery. Yeah, you got you to really. <laughs> the odds are against you, but... I you mean, walk past you hear people getting slapped with chains. <laughs> just screaming <laughs> like... See that's why that's why I'm over here at the Mummy, man. We're <laughs> staying up with you Fraser, you're having a great time. We're, yeah, exactly. I'm
1: not gonna get tricked into sitting at the Get Out table because I'll just look for the Obama signs, vote
0: Obama. It's still, it'll be, it'll be
1: a, I'm not worried about that. They'll have milk and fruit. Loops, no, you'll so. sit.
0: You'll sit there and then they'll start stirring that tea and then. The next yeah. Oh fuck. Into, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no,
1: you're right. I underestimated. I think the Mummy's what?
0: like the safest choice. Yeah the, yeah, the mummy is
1: clearly... The alien,
0: someone starts choking on their food and they get on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chest, chest burster goes, i oh, See, this is awful.
1: Everyone's got to know the Heimlich. It's required if you sit at the alien table. So yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> I, think this, I think it was fun what was happening in the in the thing. I appreciate everyone that uh, commented. Follow us there if you haven't already so you can uh, contribute some more. Because I think it's... I, I, literally, it's amazing that no one could mention a movie. like, And that was the thing is sometimes I see someone say something and like I agree with it and I feel bad because I know no one's going to back them. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so you like it? You sympathy like it right, 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 right. I know all the
0: time? Right, you know, like, oh, right. you poor. Things. Well,
1: it's not poor because they're right, but it's just like... And and I'm sure you know, given most of the the ones that I've seen, they're not the kind of people that care too much about validation anyway. So like, good on you. That's that's right. whatever. But like, I'll see it and I care, right? So like, someone will pop in and be like, "Potty pool," and I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> there's not, just there's just not going to be a large potty pool community. There can't be." And then all of a sudden, I'll see two or three or and then some comments. I'll be like, "This is fucking great. This is exactly like Didn't what we <laughs> see." Day gone though. That's the one. Yeah, that Boo. I, that's the one I would have. <laughs> but Dagon's not a ten out of ten. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I love not. Dagon and I love Stuart Gordon and ReAnimator is a ten out of ten. But uh, Dagon, that's true. Dagon's not, unfortunately, quite ten out of ten. Right. Eight out of ten. Okay, yeah, Dagon's a good movie. Yeah, that's actually a good example for for uh, for this one. I, it makes me wonder. Like, I think all of the ones that you that I know about that you love. Like the Sleepy Hollows, they're all ten out of tens. The, the ones I can think of off the top of my head, it's not not like uh, but it's it was more interesting. I said Exorcist three, and that seemed to like ignite a war, which I didn't mean. To, I think that's to do, but because I, I thought that had kind of come around to be kind of accepted at this point. The only, I mean, you maybe deduct half a point for Fabio.
0: <laughs> no, you add five points. <laughs>
1: Five points for Fabio. Well, then it's, it's yeah, a, then the NFL guy, so... it's a 15 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's not <laughs> <done to> argue,
0: <laughs> but anyway, it's fun. And lastly, you had a book recommendation.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, so what basically we, we want to do a book or a game of the week, um, just because I, it's not all about movies, right? Like, right. that's Part of why we love the horror genre is that it's really broad. it like leaks and, and, and kind of helps steer a lot of the other genres. It's not like thrillers and horror or like you right. know like whatever the thrillers are stealing from horror more often than not. So um, be, it, it's like that for it's not just movies. there's horror music, there's horror art there's like et cetera. so um, the the thing that was I was really craving though that got me excited was, um, Elvira has a book, like a comprehensive book for the first time. And, um, coming out of this, like, at least at this moment of the, you know, the phases of the pandemic or whatever, like her staying power her is ridiculous, fucking, dude. Fucking <laughs> inspiring, like almost intimidating staying power, right. To, to be in the cultural mind and and to just be relevant all the way through right like it's it's literally like watching someone do a balance beam routine in a final
0: destination movie for two hours straight and never get hurt well how are you doing it even (laughs) even when she i didn't know i wish i would have known this but she um did like a show at Knott's berry farm during halloween and then there was news of like her being like her last one and like you gotta be a badass motherfucker for everyone to be like, and now she's retiring. Like, <laughs> right. If you missed it, you suckers. <laughs>
1: you like, it was right. It was like, you you were lucky to live at the time if you saw Hendrix play and if you didn't, you know.
0: You but were. even like, I remember seeing like, we would go through, um, do you remember like, when you, they had those like <laughs> those, like dro- those random drive throughs in the Midwest where you drive through and get like sodas and ice and like random snacks, yeah, yeah. The, uh, you don't see those I hear, no, really. but like those used to be like a big thing, yeah, but I remember we, there was one we would go to my family would always buy big bags of ice at this one oh, I don't Jesus. remember cause we, sure. yeah, because we didn't have like an ice machine, it was like the nineties, and but I remember they always had an Elvira like Budweiser cutout that they they always had there. So like, even from like a young kid, I always knew who that was. And then they also had an Elvira ride kind of at King's Island for a hot minute. And I always remembered that one.
1: That's what I mean is she was like, like culturally there. And, and the other thing is because this is a book recommendation and like, I'll just put my cards on the table. I don't fucking (laughs) snob. Like Shakespeare is my favorite writer. So like she's really fucking smart and a great writer. So like the story is interesting her observations are incredible, the stories of stuff she's lived through, mm-hmm. I mean all of that shit is amazing. She's just like one of the coolest figures in the genre. So, the but it just felt like because of the whole pandemic situation, the idea of like getting inside the mind of someone who's like <laughs> like just conquered everything in her career path for as long as she's tried. Right, uh, I was like, "This is this," and it,
0: you know, it's amazing. So go check it out,
1: and let us know what you think, and let us know other book things we can shout out
0: or games. Like, yeah, I don't have a horror book. I have been on an audiobook tear, though. Oh, you, you have? Oh my god, yeah. Like I'm finishing the sales book, and like I hated it, but then like I started listening to. I worked out, and I felt like Norman Bates. I'm just like, <laughs> getting Jack listening to sales tips.
1: American Psycho. But... No,
0: but I still, I still been chasing the high of the book Creativity Inc oh right right the that's, one that's right about the pixar guys ed catmull that's, that's if you're right. uh, i i swear because a lot of people in our group are like artists yeah writers that kind of thing totally i think because i don't want to be left I, I don't i'm having fomo from the book club. No, like, no. i i want to have so a book jump, fucking jump that one here. for if you're a creative person listen to that goddamn book yes it is so great i am obsessed they have these things called the pixar brain trust and mm. it's where all the creatives would go in and like it would be like the directors the writers sometimes it wouldn't even be like it would just be like like, like janitor like sometimes. wow <laughs> um and they, they would just have these like real discussions about how they felt about how the project was going and they held nothing back No shit. and um who's the guy that did iron giant and the incredibles um brad bird brad bird uh his stories are <clears throat> crazy and the great thing is they so they give you these details and the guy in uh, who narrates the book he goes and you didn't have to take the advice, <laughs> which was a very, very uh, big thing. Sure, but um, the just the Brad Bird story I loved was there was a scene in The Incredibles where Mr. Incredible and Miss Incredible were arguing, and it just came off as spousal abuse. <laughs> Because it's and Mr. Oh, Incredible's God. fucking huge, right, right, and, right? And 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 you know, Mr. Incredible, she she's very elastic, but uh, the size is really weird. So they were talking to him, and then Bradbury was like, Never mind, I got this. And he went home, and so every time Mr. Incredible would yell, when Mr. Incredible yelled, she would get bigger and like inflate herself and uh... show dominance in size, and it completely did it. Anyways, if you're a creative, listen to that book. Weird to think would...
1: about, it's so weird to 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 see behind. The, the in in I think Shakespeare or I think John or John Webster used to call it the skull beneath the skin like when, when you can see what's underneath like mm-hmm. you, you're that visual is cool but it was a problem solve right <laughs> right like it was a creative problem in their path and that was the solve and we saw it on the screen but we just thought it was like a character touch but it was actually them, blowing through an obstacle (laughs) like yo this looks bad this looks this looks awful that's interesting to to see the 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 skull that's cool
0: yeah so all right well that's that's it we're back i wish if we if copyright things weren't a thing I would put in that song the boys are back there the boys are back there no if I sing it it's, totally, it's totally, Sony that was so accurate they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna it, it sounded just like they're gonna they're gonna actually start sending me the royalties they're like you know what dude you fucking earned it so we're back uh, if you like this episode shoot us a review it's been since October since we had our last one so you could break barriers for 2021 yeah for sure <laughs> so go ahead and right. slap Totally. Five Stars on that dude, well, we, and uh, let us. It. We are back though. We are back. Let us know if you, uh, uh if, if you have a fix for the creep problem because yes. I'm gonna march, to... or
1: if you have a, a fix for us misunderstanding creep show problem because we could just, <laughs> let me know. We could just be wrong, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're missing
0: it. All right, so <laughs> next time, stay scary, watch a bunch of horror movies. Bye. bye.